Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Get 10% off DailyRoto.com slash FNTSY. Use all the same tools and optimizers. This millionaire maker, Drew Dinkmeyer. All day chat. You can ask uh, fire questions off to uh, Jake Seeley. If you want to win at uh, DFS and uh, you want to beat uh, beat your boys in your season-long fantasy leagues, sign up uh, with DailyRoto.com. They put a lot of work in to save you time. All right, we got a lot of stuff uh, to get to here tonight as far as uh, DFS uh, is concerned. A little bit of uh, something for everybody once again uh, tonight. I only have a baseball lineup ready to go uh, right now, so I'll put together my NBA lineup on the fly here with Tony, and uh, maybe we'll play an NHL uh, lineup uh, as well. Tony, full slate of Major League Baseball uh, this evening. and We were just talking about that no-hitter the other night with Manaya. We've seen quite a few potential no-hitters recently, yeah. and then finally the no-hitter. I mean... Um, so what? Tyson Ross took one into the eighth the other night. Uh, Tyson Sanchez. Ross, it's Sean Manai. We're not. We're not. Sanchez yeah, we're, Blue Jays. Last yeah, week. we're not hearing uh, the names of, uh, you know, Bartolo Scherzer Cologne. and Kershaw. Yeah, Bartolo Cologne. Um, we're we're hearing names of uh, guys that are you know not routinely getting it done. It's always that way, isn't it? And remember when we talked about before the year started about how many twenty game winners that be in big league baseball? I think the prop was one and a half. And we said, oh, I don't go under. under mostly. Yeah, and I said, man, it won't be Scherzer. It won't be Kershaw. It won't be Sale. It'll be someone that we're not really thinking of that'll sort of have a career year. And two years ago, that was the case with Porcello. Yep. Yet it might be the case again with this guy, Tony. What is he, 4-0 yeah. already? Like, he might yeah. be the guy that wins 20 again. Uh, the most amazing stat, though, is uh, the White Sox pitcher, um, Ronaldo Lopez, who is now 0-4, and he actually didn't allow an earned run in one of his losses. His ERA is under two. Yeah, base- baseball is a weird sport. Baseball is a weird sport. So tonight, Tony, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers rolling out Walker Bueller. Yep. Walker Bueller, $6,200. I'm playing him. I'll Light it up. Ice. Put yeah, him in. No, not? it's not even a roll of dice. Throw him out there. Yeah, why not? It's against the Marlins. Tell me, tell the people why it's not a bad idea to play Walker yeah. Bueller tonight. Walker Bueller, first of all, now you'll be saying Bueller like 42 times tonight and imitating that crazy movie. Um, that'll be the first thing. He's the number one prospect in the Dodgers organization. He was the 24th pick in the 2015 draft. He was That's striking out. What you consider the Dodgers organization is the best. Farm system in baseball by far is evident of all their rookie of the years all the time. 
He uh, he had 11K per nine at the minor league level. Um, he has just escalated really quick up to Major League Baseball, and he's dominated at every level he's been at. He's the real deal. And, in fact, a lot of the uh, you know real smart people out there, they project him at the Major League level for a 3.14 ERA. That's insane. Interesting. So, yeah, so uh, Bueller makes his Major League Baseball, not his debut, but his first start. Uh, here uh, tonight, he pitched. Uh, he pitched in a couple of innings late last year. So, looking at the pitching situation tonight, Tony Garrett Cole, uh, most expensive pitcher at twelve six. We talked about him. We had him in a lineup. Uh, both you and I have been riding him pretty much every start. I'm not taking him tonight. Um, what, what's your deal? You taking? What's the deal with Garrett Cole? Yes or no with Cole tonight against? Yeah, uh, I'm, ba- against I'm the banging the Angels. Col- yeah, I'm banging Cole with Bueller. Um, but to be honest, when I'm looking at it, and Carrasco is a better matchup against Baltimore. Baltimore has more strikeouts in it. And I'm, I'm looking at that a little bit That's as my a, guy. a possible switch got, there, Carlos Carrasco. I got Carrasco and Bueller. As you mentioned, Baltimore strike out a lot. Like a lot, a lot. So there's, there's no reason... Uh, no reason what Buffalo, uh, Baltimore, Buffalo. I was going to say the Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Orioles. Baltimore Orioles striking out 26.9% of the time. Second, second highest strikeout rate in baseball right now. Yeah, so uh, Carlos Carrasco strikeout pitcher. You can throw that one in there. When you look at the Angels, of course, they didn't hit. Uh, that well against the Red Sox, but they struck out only 18% of the time, which is second best in baseball behind the Boston Red Sox. They really struggle in Houston for one reason or another, too. They're yep. um, they're ten and twenty two in their last thirty two trips to Houston. So they they don't hit the ball well. They don't play well there, and they're taking on Garrett Cole. We talk about Carrasco. So Carrasco's eleven seven. You know, I, it was it was a, It's not even that. It's you know, it's not even that much of a difference. It's nine hundred dollars in price difference, but that adds up. And I just couldn't make it work. I was looking at Cole. And truth be told, I just like the matchup better at Baltimore. Baltimore's bats, Tony. I mean, they're just they're striking out all the time, and there's no power there either. So, you know, Carrasco's been on a roll, pitched a great game in Puerto Rico the other night. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm going, like I said, I'm going to switch that and uh, go with Carrasco based on the strikeouts there, looking at that numbers. Other guys that you could possibly go ahead and take a look at tonight, I think Tanaka against Minnesota as well uh, is, yeah. is in play there. And if you want to He was to really drop... bad in his last start, though, and there's always the yeah. concern he's going to give up a ton of home runs. I got Dozier in my lineup uh, tonight, but we'll get to that after. He's hot. You get, but, uh, with Tanaka, it's always uh, feast or famine. You know who's been a good pitcher this year? I'm going to bet on him as opposed to fantasy tonight, but is uh, Chad Bettis of Colorado. I got a lot of Rockies in my lineup tonight against Mitchell, um, who who is the guy, of course, came from the Yankees. He doesn't strike a lot of people out, and he struggled a little as a starting pitcher. So uh, I have a lot of Rockies in my lineup tonight. Yeah, I don't know why I don't have more Rockies in my lineup. It kind of pisses me off. I don't. <laughs> uh, so other pitchers tonight. The pitchers. Uh, so Tanaka's eight uh, eight eight. Chad Bettis. We mentioned seventy five hundred with Colorado hosting San Diego. Trevor Cahill tonight seven thousand dollars. Stratton. Stratton six eight versus Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez is ten thousand eight hundred. Pretty expensive for Gio, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I don't really love the pitching tonight. I think it's very simplistic to me. I think you pick Garrett Cole or you pick Carlos Carrasco and you pair it with Bueller, and that's yeah. it. That's what I did. Yeah. All right, we're on the same page. All right, looking at the catcher position, 
I didn't have a ton of money left. I, I, I filled in the catcher after. He's been hitting the ball as of late. At least he's got a decent matchup uh, tonight, and that's Wellington Castillo. He's four yeah. for 20 with two doubles against Mike Leak uh, tonight. You know, it's not great, uh, but he's not overly expensive, and I spent some money uh, deeper in my lineup here. So I went with Wellington Castillo, a catcher tonight, 3100 bucks. You, uh, you you lit it up. You said, man, I'm going there. I think when you're looking at a catcher tonight, um, one of the guys, Tony Walton, is only 2500 if you wanted some exposure to that Colorado-San Diego game. That gets you exposure to that game with a high total at a very, very cheap price. Uh, so I think you can go there. Um, not knowing... Uh, who the uh, Washington catcher is yet tonight? I don't think I have that information. I like your Wellington Castillo against Mike. I've been Leak. screwed. I've been screwed a few times, Tony, where I didn't double check and my guy didn't play. Like it's you oh. know, there's been a. I got angry because I was like, man, there's no reason to sit this guy today. Like you know, like it happens though, man. Like there's, I've noticed that the the managers are rolling different lineups a lot out. They're giving a lot of guys rest early. I've noticed. And it, Gabe's not happy with it. No, I got to double and triple check all this. Like, I don't know. Is Castillo starting? I assume he is. I don't see a confirmation. <laughs> you got to have a, um, a little green thing next to him. There's no, there's no little green things next to anybody right now. Oh, I don't know what you're looking at because I, well, Castillo has a green. Uh, he's starting. Oh, you know why? Because uh, I have my lineup here and I didn't, uh, I didn't refresh. <laughs> I didn't so use the error. All right. Okay, here we go. I used Matt Weeders tonight. I, I, I had to go cheap at the catcher position, too. And uh, Matt Weeders is hitting sixth in the lineup tonight in that contest. And I used him just Matt based on Wieters. price. That was, that was the last guy I actually put in my lineup tonight. I don't have a problem with that. All right, so speaking of uh, Colorado... I went with Ian Desmond. He's my first baseman uh, tonight. I have Ian Desmond in my outfield, and I actually used Will Myers at first base on the other side uh, against Bettis. Will Myers back from injury. Um, he's hitting number two in the lineup, and the price for playing at Colorado is uh, cheap at 4000 bucks. Uh, other first baseman. You mentioned it, too, with Mitchell. Uh, you know, Mitchell coming over from the Yankees, pitching the American League before, so there hasn't been a lot of exposure um, to, to National League hitting. But he's already pitched against these guys this year, Tony. And yeah. um, the two guys, actually, that hit him were Blackman and Desmond. Desmond was two for three with three RBIs in his only game against uh, Mitchell. Mitchell gave up five runs on eight hits uh, earlier this month against uh, against the Colorado Rockies in San Diego. So I've got you can also my first baseman. You can also get uh, another cheap player in this game with Ryan McMahon. You can use him at first or third base. He's only 2800 bucks tonight. So you mentioned Tanaka on the hill. I'm going with Brian Dozier at second base. I got uh, Dozier at second. Dozier. How about this? On a 16, uh, he's hit safely in the season opening 16 straight games. Going back to last year, he's got a 23-game hit streak uh, going right now. And uh, he's 5 for 14 in his career against uh, Tanaka. I'm hoping he can smack one deep tonight. I am, uh, I'm, I'm spending some money at second base, and I'm going Jose Altuve uh, tonight in the matchup against the lefty Tyler Skaggs. Jose Altuve is a great hitter. He's even better against lefties. Uh, you can go there. Uh, you mentioned um, using the twin second baseman, Brian Dozier. DJ LeMayhew also in that game. He's 4700 yeah, bucks yeah. in like that him. game in Colorado. Uh, for all you people out there that want to give a little love uh, to Gleyber Torres, he's 3000 bucks, but... 
He bats at the bottom of the order, so I wouldn't be using Torres tonight. He's actually hitting ninth. You know who my value pick of the night uh, tonight is? $2,800, Miguel Andujar. Miguel Andujar? Yeah, twenty twenty eight hundred dollars. He's been on a uh, he's been on a run right now, man. Five multi hit uh, games in his last uh, six. Uh, I'm gonna ride the hot streak, and I'm gonna pair him up actually with Didi uh, Gregorius. I like this Gregorius kid, man. He's on my season long team, and um, I like him in DFS as well. Hit a solo home run. He's on an eight for twenty one run right now with seven RBIs. He's uh, scored six runs in the last uh, six games. I'm gonna ride the hot hand. The power has been amazing so far for uh, Gregorius. Everybody questions this, but it's had it for a while now. When you look at that Colorado, there's two guys tonight I think you have to put in their lineup because they're cheap. Uh, you got to go our guy, David Dahl, back from the minors and hitting fourth tonight in the lineup. Is it a choir in your living room? I, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, you know who that is. Do you know who that is? Okay. Sounds like Montel Jordan. No, that's uh, Ed Sheeran. Is going somewhere here. Do you, have you ever heard of Ed Sheeran? Like, it sounds like it's that. Uh, this is how we do it, son. Ed Sheeran. Because sometimes, sometimes like on a website, musical play, and it's only in my headphone or something, but. This sounds like it's coming from you, Tony. I don't know. Now it's it stopped now. No, I don't hear it. Do you hear it? You don't know where that was coming from. No. <laughs> Neither do I. It wasn't. It could here. have been a website open. That's crazy. Ed Sheeran. I don't know. It's a bizarre world, man. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird, weird, weird. Thing. Do you think Florio's effing with us? Shit's getting weird here, man. All right. Uh, See, so yeah, Miguel, Miguel Andahar, Didi Gregorio. Florio, are you effing with us? Uh, Michael Brantley, one of my uh, one of my outfielders tonight. Michael Brantley, Cleveland Indians, fourteen to thirty-three. Tony with one home run and six uh, six RBIs uh, during a seven-game hitting streak. He's killing it. This guy. All right. All right. Nelson. I don't Cruz. like. I don't, I'm not you a big like Brantley him. guy. He's hot, though. Yeah, you, do you like to play guys when they're hot? Because in baseball, you have 70% failure. So, so shouldn't they be going the other way? Won't we be uh, using the term regression? Yeah, yes and no. Uh, yes and no. You can make the argument yeah, on either side. So when do you want to get a guy when he's hot? Like two days in, one day in? I, I just take each matchup, and I don't even pay attention to what they've done lately. I have no, no idea. No, I, I'm uh, I'm a believer in uh, in batter versus uh, pitcher splits. I don't think it's a coincidence or an anomaly that certain guys hit uh, other guys well. You know. I think they're small sample sizes. Not a factor. Nelson Cruz. I like Nelson Cruz uh, this evening. Um, nice. Uh, he's got a nice uh, Wolba against lefties. Three five four. He's on a nice uh, eight for eighteen run. Nelson Cruz is just a good hitter, man. He doesn't. Nelson Cruz, though, is one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball against left-handed pitching. Hey, crushes it. I said three fifty-four Woba. One of the greatest of all time. All right. So my lineup is Carrasco, Bueller, 
Wellington Castillo at catcher. Ian Desmond, first base. Dozier, second base. Andujar, third base, 2800 bucks. Gregorius at shortstop, 4900 Chris Davis, outfield, 4600 um, Nelson Cruz, 4300 and Michael Brantley, 3800 Carrasco, Bueller, Castillo, Desmond, Dozier, Andujar, Gregorius, Davis, Cruz, Brantley. What do you got, Tony? I've got a win for you people tonight. I got Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller, the Dodgers starter. Carlos Carrasco at the catcher position. Matt Weeders going with first baseman Will Myers. Second base, Jose Altuve. Third base, Ryan McMahon. Shortstop, Trevor Story. Charlie Blackman, David Dahl, and Ian Desmond. The whole Colorado outfield. I have five Colorado Rockies, which is the maximum allowed by DraftKings. I have a sixth Padre. It's the game with the highest total, and I've hit it hard. And then I add an Astro to it with Jose Altuve. I'm feeling good. Tony's feeling it. All right, on the other side, we'll uh, we'll talk some NBA, DFS, a little NHL, DFS as well. We'll run down the uh, the numbers and the best bets of the night in Major League uh, Baseball. What's catching your eye in baseball so far, Tony? I'll tell you what, I'm going back to the well with the Indians. Yeah, I like the Indians too. Should we parlay the Indians with the Astros and Garrett Cole? Absolutely, man. You're a man among boys. Plus 124, you're getting plus money. Absolutely. Lineup Lock Live continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Busy night tonight. We've got uh, two games in the National Hockey League, both elimination games. Both series is in six tonight. The Boston Bruins are in Toronto to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Washington Capitals were down two games to none. Suddenly they're up three games to two. Going back to Columbus, the Jackets are a minus 115 favorites this evening. Houston Rockets. And the Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder are in Utah. We've got Major League Baseball that we have just uh, discussed. We'll get to our best uh, bets, but let's get into some basketball uh, right now. Is it story time with Tony Sincata? He's got a basketball story for us. So last night I bet Cleveland minus one. I bet a 110 for 100 minus two, right? That game and is frustrating. Good bet. You, you know, I should have known. I do know that the league is a corrupt league that has less integrity than Vince McMahon and Monday Night Raw. I mean, the calls last night, Tony, were freaking ridiculous. But anyway, so proceed. It Sorry. gets worse. It gets worse. The story gets a little uh, complicated. So Kevin Love picks up two fouls, right, a minute into the game. So I immediately go to live betting. 
I take Indiana plus two for $90. So basically, I just got a $10 bet on the game, and I'm going to watch the game, right? And, uh, and then they won by four. And I like at that point, do you feel like, you know what? You made it a good decision. You got out of the bet. And you go from there, or do you feel like, uh, man, I lost 100 bucks. I should have had that. That would just bother me. As, as, you, as you stated, they, they, one of the books that I bet at has a cash-out option, and it's the most frustrating thing ever. Because a lot of these NBA games, I bet the over, and they skyrocket early. And, you know, like you get a game over over 217 or something, and the end game at one point is 234, and then suddenly they land at 206. It's amazing, like the, the, the wild swings uh, that happen in these NBA games. But, you know, last night I think the NBA hit a new low. You know, the officiating in the Washington-Toronto game was freaking terrible, and they were screwing the Raptors all night long, but it is what it is. You know, the Wizards are the home team, and uh, they were getting the calls. But the Pacers are playing at home. LeBron James late in that game calls timeout on a scramble. So the ball's rolling around on the ground. LeBron dies for the ball. The thing is, LeBron never had possession of the ball. The ball was rolling around, and he calls timeout, and they give him the timeout. And, you know, listen, the Pacers missed shots on their own. It's their own fault that they lost the game. But they weren't, you know, it's hard to win a game when the other team can call timeouts when they don't have possession of the ball. It's hard to win a game. You saw at the end, Tony, when uh, Jeff Green and Lance Stevenson got mixed up. And, yes, Lance Stevenson... Landed a little hard on top of him, and there was a little there was a little emphasis on the fall, and he wrapped him up and stuff. Yet they were fighting for the ball. Jeff Green punches him in the stomach when he gets up. They go to the replay, Tony. It's a three point game. I legitimately thought, and so did Chris Webber and Albert. They were like, you know what? Utah is probably going to get a free throw here. There it is again. See, it's on Yusuf got him. What is it? I don't know what the. No, no. I don't know what the hell it is. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, they let Stevenson and Jeff Green. They go up. They get tangled up. Jeff Green punches him in the stomach getting up. And then after, they go to the replay. And then they only call Lance Stevens for a hostile act. I never even heard of that. I don't know what a hostile act is. Um, it's sort of like, remember the NFL referee years ago? He said, uh, you know, 15 yards for giving him the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you think it's one of the you – think, you think that's what we got going on now in the uh, NBA? It was a crazy thing, but I, I kind of thought that they wouldn't give him those foul shots at the end, and they weren't going to decide a game on that situation. So you yeah, think they did, that they, but of course they gave it to Cleveland. Yeah, it turns out they called a foul on Stevenson before, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Either way, it's corrupt, dude. And either way, my point is you're smart for betting on Cleveland because the league wasn't going to let LeBron get down three games to one. They don't want the Pacers on TV for the next three weeks. So do you think the series ends with Cleveland taking this thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So as far as tonight. No makeup calls coming up for the uh, Indiana Pacers? Nah, they're going to screw the Pacers. The Pacers had their opportunity. They didn't deliver the knockout punch. It's their fault. It's the the mm. league, but it's a combination of both, you know. All right, so let's jump in uh, to uh, tonight's uh, games, uh, Tony. Yeah, NBA. tonight I like you. I went with the Utah Jazz and the Houston Rockets, so um, those are the guys that I'm using in, in my bets uh, for tonight. Minus four, minus six. So the six is plus one, uh, minus one twenty. 
But I'm going Houston heavy against this Minnesota defense uh, in DFS. Using Eric Gordon at the point guard at 4600 bucks. Uh, that's a gift. We saw him come back and play 34 minutes in the last game, 20 fantasy points um, there. He can do better there. He was only 5 of 6, 6 16 shooting, 3 of 13 the game before. If Gordon could shoot well, he's going to put up 30-something fantasy points at 4600 That's a nice price. Got to go to James Harden. Trevor Reese at 4300 bucks. Um, looking at Trevor Reese in this one again 34 minutes 35 minutes 33 minutes i'm getting that for 4300 bucks steven adams at the center 5200 again to utah he has not played well he's been eaten up by gobert hopefully he takes it personal tonight and does something he's been horrible jeff teague 6400 bucks uh teague of course an offensive player and not great defensively but put up 41 fantasy points last week i mean the last game in this matchup going paul george and finishing off with rudy gobert so I have two centers in this matchup with Adams and Gobert, both in my lineup. Interesting. Interesting. So Ricky Rubio was talking about it earlier, Tony. He's wearing a friend shirt. I don't know. That's like the most unhip possible thing he could possibly be wearing. But, man, he raised it up a notch. He was already playing pretty good uh, fantasy basketball in this series. So he put up 37.75 DK points in game one. $5,900. Game two, he goes up to $6,300. He drops 47.25 DK points on the board. He goes up to $6,800. He drops 64.25 DK points on the board. 26 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, one block, two steals for Ricky Rubio. Now he's $7,500 tonight, Tony. That's the only thing. I mean, 7500 bucks. Russell Westbrook has guaranteed that he will uh, take care of uh, Ricky Rubio tonight. And um, <laughs> I don't feel good about put, putting the 7500 bucks. But, hell, he's on a roll. You, play when it, you, you like to play guys when they're hot. You going back to Ricky Rubio? No, basketball's different. <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny with baseball? I sort of ride the hot hand. You know, sort of like last week with the Marte guy. You know what I mean? I get it, different matchups, but I am a pitcher versus bat batter guy as well. But there's been a lot of instances where there's a lot, there's not a lot of track records between these guys. But I'm sort of the feeling when it comes to basketball that if a shooter shoots poorly one night, he'll bounce back the next night. You know, that's that's the way I sort of go. What do you think of Westbrook tonight at ten thousand seven hundred? Do you think he? that tonight's it's his turn that he goes off with one of these 60, 70-point DK point nights. He's going to have to. I mean, otherwise, they're going to lose the series. i got to ask a question. If five for goes 17, away, Tony. Sorry, five for 17 in the last game. Yeah, that's that, that's not good. If an athlete goes in a restaurant, does he deserve special treatment? No. Well, the Bella Catina, which is a Mexican restaurant in Milwaukee, uh, after the game four victory, they wouldn't. They didn't have a table for Giannis Antetokounmpo, so he left. And yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. It, like, yeah, that's like special treatment. I mean, they shouldn't keep the place open till five in the morning and give him free food. You know what I mean? But yeah, that Greek freak. One thing too, this kid wants to stay in Milwaukee, and you see Kevin Durant talking about, oh, you should leave Milwaukee if you're not having fun there. You know, if this kid's agreeing to stay in Milwaukee. You should probably hope the local taco dump don't uh, tell them we're, we're too full. <laughs> uh, it shows him waiting in line patiently. It's some kid's taking a selfie with him standing there waiting for a table. 
I told you, he's really humble, this guy. He really is. Like, he doesn't, he's going to stay with Milwaukee. He doesn't want to be in some big market. So, Westbrook tonight, him and Paul George struggled. They were three for 21 combined uh, the other night. Um, five for 17 for Westbrook, one for four, uh, you know, three for 21 for the three combined, these two. They've got to step up. So, as you mentioned, Westbrook is, uh, is promising, promising uh, they're going to step up uh, tonight. He's a little cheaper than he normally is uh, when you consider Westbrook at 10-7. What do you make of Westbrook tonight? Yeah, see, I I like Westbrook, but when it comes to allocating the money, you mentioned that he's 10-7. Harden's 10-6, and I'm going to go with the game with the higher total that I anticipate in Houston and Minnesota. So that's the only separation for me. If you look at the salaries tonight, we got Russell Westbrook and we got James Harden there. Now, if I think about it and I look at one mistake that I have in my lineup, is maybe at one is I don't have Rudy Gobert, and two might be Kyle Town Anthony Towns at eighty six hundred bucks, but he hasn't really got uh, involved in the series and played like he had throughout the year. He uh, it put up forty nine fantasy points the uh, last game, but twenty two and twenty seven the two games prior to that. He's an enigma. I know he needs to dig down deeper. We see the talent that he has. He settles for the three too often. Pretty decent price for him, though. You're right. Yeah, that's what that I'm saying. And it has the ability to really go off. Uh, Derek Rose, $3,800 tonight. Derek Rose played pretty, really well the other night. He played well in game one as well. But really, when you add it up, Tony, he tops out at 24 DK points. Well, if I got 24 at 3,800, I'll be uh, uh, that's okay with me. But, but he put up what happened in game two. Yeah, that's the problem, right? He came on, he, he 24, and then he goes down to 11, and he plays seven less minutes in game two. Like, there's no rhyme or reason sometimes with Thibodeau's rotation. I know. Jimmy Butler went off the other night, uh, saved them 47.75 DK points. He's $8,000. He was 10 for 19 from the field. Normally, you wouldn't figure he's going to get that many shots off. He's, you know, to me, Butler's one of these guys that's sort of a better real player than fantasy player, Tony. He's a Absolutely. good player to have on your team, but in real life. But for the price, he's, you know, he's more of an all-around guy than a numbers guy, you know? A defensive too much guy, risk. too, right? Yeah, yeah defensive, defensive guy. guy. It, too much risk. He only The first game, he shot 11. The second game, he only had six shots. So you can't pay $8,000 for a guy that's going to shoot it six times. All right, so what about some of the lower-priced uh, shooting forwards uh, here? Because, look, right now I've got – I'm putting a lineup together. Right now, so far, i got Ricky Rubio, Donovan Mitchell, and Favors, Derrick Rose, and Westbrook. So I need a uh, shooting forward, center, and forward. I don't have any exposure to Houston so far yet. Um, now, the shooting forward, one of the guys that uh, goes unheralded a lot – uh, is Joe Ingles, uh, the Utah Jazz. He put up 34 in the last game, 817. So he's a hit or miss guy. He's at 5,700 bucks. I wouldn't go there. And in the same situation in Houston, um, you have a situation there where you have Arisa and you have Gerald Green. Green puts up Arisa's, 43 points. Arisa's 43. Kind of popped out recently, you notice. Yeah. Right? He's, he, Green put up like 43 fantasy points in game two and then came back with 12 in game three, right? So he's all over the place. Um, this is definitely a position of speculation. Um, Wiggins is a guy that we talk about all the time uh, that I say, hey, you know what? He hasn't, he's only a scorer. But if you look what he's done in this series, he's put up 26, 30, and 39. He's been pretty consistent. 
He has. It's the rebounds and the assists. He's playing a little harder. I like Wiggins in this spot. Uh, looking at the center position uh, tonight, Towns is 86, Gobert is 69, uh, Capella is 67, Adams 52. As you stated, Adams has been struggling a little bit. What do you think of the uh, the center position? Kind of a thin uh, thin slate tonight in the center spot. Yeah, Capella is a guy that got off to a uh, monster start uh, in the series. And he's a guy that they don't really run any plays to, but he gets he gets the ball in the knees, and sometimes he can make plays. So he's gone from 50 fantasy points to 31 to 24 uh, in the last game. And he's a guy that you know claws and rebounds, and they don't really he's run active. plays for. Us. So he's active, yeah, like you it's said. Just yeah, too risky going that route for me. Uh, Derek Favors is a guy that you know put up 48 points in game two, but 20s have been where he's at for most of the season. He doesn't put it up regularly. The big numbers there. Uh, I'm going to take a shot with Adams and go bear. I think that they've brought some consistency. Adams' play has been disappointing. Uh, he can get it together, though. We've seen some uh, play there in the past, unless you're going to pay up and go with Colin Anthony Towns to try to put together a big game. I think Capella's a decent play at 67. But I can't afford him. Then you got to drop down to Rock and Rudy. You know what? Uh... One thing that's tough for Towns, too, and it's this is Houston's depth, Tony. They're rolling Capel at him. Then they roll Nene at him. They've got big bodies, you know, and Anderson gets in his face. So they've got a lot of guys that they can sort of rotate and keep keep pressure on him. That's one thing we'll say. But there's something about Towns and Wiggins. It's the culture there. And you figure being around Jimmy Butler, who's sort of an overachiever, would wear off on them and Thibodeau, but it doesn't. I swear, Tony, watch. Like, Wiggins doesn't even sweat. Like, he's never even sweating, like, uh, at the end of the game. Like, uh, you'll see, like, he, he just sort of glides out there. And same with Towns, man. Like, you, you like to see Towns just dig in a little bit more and uh, and just, just, just play a little bit harder, man. And he, I think he can be more consistent and put bigger numbers up. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, we wish for a lot of things. Sometimes they happen. Sometimes they well, they're, don't. They're paying them a lot of money, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Man, I'm looking at the power forward position. It's a wasteland, Tony. You, know, you got Paul George at 76. Then it drops the favors at 6. Carmelo Anthony at 56. Um, he might be the option, actually. For all the criticism of Melo, he's, he's put up 26 or more in all three games here. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't think he's a bad, cheap play, but I think that – it, it's a huge drop-off at this position, and I would pay for Paul George. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to go in this, in this position, so I would try to pay for Paul George here. All right, Tony, what's your lineup, uh, NBA lineup this evening? Eric Gordon, 4,600. James Harden, 10,600. Trevor Reese, 4,300. Taj Gibson, 4,300 at the uh, power forward. Uh, I don't like Gibson generally. And he put eight fantasy points in the last game, 17 and then 17. I need to get him in the 20 range, but I'm going to take a shot at him at 4,300. I mean, hell, the guy's playing 25, 32 minutes, so he has an opportunity. Jeff Teague, Paul George, and Rudy Gobert around it out. All right. I got Ricky Rubio, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell's just been insane, man. Um, yeah. Andrew Wiggins, Carmelo Anthony, Steven Adams, Derek Rose, Jerry and Grant, and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I think you could ever go wrong with Russell Westbrook in your lineup. 
I can't say I love this lineup I threw together right now, but I've loved a lot of lineups that haven't done well. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's sort of like Tony when you play fantasy football and you draft a bunch of teams. You're like, yeah. man, I love this team. This team's going to be great. That team I'm a sucks. Winner. And then a team that you're like, man, I don't, I didn't even want this guy. That's the team that you end up winning the league with, right? Like, that's true. Fantasy sports is like life. Strange. Lineup law continues. Check out Fantasy Factor. Single contest entries only. Fantasyfactor.com. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Play two games in the National Hockey League uh, tonight. Toronto Maple Leafs uh, look to uh, send this to Game Seven, as do the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, this evening. What do you think about tonight's hockey boards, uh, Tony? I think that neither game goes seven. I think the better teams win tonight, and that we are robbed of a seventh game. Really. The National Hockey League is a league similar to the NBA. The the National Hockey League isn't as rigged as the NBA as far as who moves on. But the NHL does like their seven games, Tony. The NHL, yeah, they tend to throw a bone a little bit to the team. uh, (laughs) They do. They they just do. They tend to throw a bone to the team that... uh, that is down a little bit. So I think the Leafs could get some calls tonight. I think I expect the Jackets I mean, to get some calls tonight. You have the Bruins a 135 favorite, right? And the over-under six. Uh, down to 120 one. now. Oh, I still have 135. Get it down to 120 for me. And uh, the Capitals, I have it even money. Uh, Columbus, a slight favorite. I'm just uh, probably uh, betting in a book where a bunch of Canadians are betting. They're betting on the Leafs. It's biased. <laughs> It's true. Bet 365 is a big, uh, it's a big, but they don't take American clients, so. Oh, so they don't have the Bruins uh, people there uh, yeah, going out. The, yeah, like you, the, the Blyde Holber, uh, the, the Bruin Holber bet of the night. <laughs> so we got, we got in that. I expect that game to be the Toronto Boston game to be more of the scoring. So if you're playing DFS tonight, that would be the game that I would be targeting is the Toronto Boston game. I think it will be more I'm going scoring. under six. I'm under the under six. six. Under six in this game, yeah. Elimination game, I think it'll be a lower-scoring game tonight. I actually think the goals will be in the Washington-Columbus game. And I'm not even sure there's a ton of goals there. Hmm. What makes you believe that'll happen? Patrice Bergeron, of course, back for the Bruins tonight. Yeah, I know. The Leafs defensemen are terrible. That's the problem. Their goalie, though. Anderson's a hot goalie. Streaky. And, uh... He, you know, he played really well uh, the other night. Anderson became the fifth the netminder in Toronto Maple Leaf history to make at least 40 saves in an elimination game. I just think the Leafs have a little bit of confidence right now, except uh, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good for Leaf fans. The Leafs are 1-14 when trailing 3-1 in series is all time. The lone exception coming in 1942. 
when they erased a 3 nothing deficit. 1942. What year is this? 20,018. It's been a while. My grandfather scored the winning goal in the 1942 semifinals. No way. For the Mon yeah, for the Montreal Canadiens against the Detroit Red Wings. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's ironic you asked about 42. I know all about 1942. <laughs> the Detroit Red Wings beat the Canadians in the semifinals, and then the Leafs uh, beat the uh, the Red Wings. They came back. It's like the only time ever the team came back from a 3 nothing deficit, actually, in sports for a long time. Uh, Tory Krug has been killing it in this series. Uh, he's, he's one guy. He's got eight points in this series. Boston uh, Bruin defenseman. Um, you know, the number one kids on, on the Leafs haven't really uh, been there. Mitch Marner's played uh, pretty well. But I, I, think they, I think they show up tonight, man. Now that Nazem Kadri is back, Tony. Nazem Kadri is like the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's like a little pest. He's like Marchant on, on the Bruins. He's a real instigator. He hits. He does a lot of the little things. The Leafs have a lot of young sort of finesse guys and not gritty guys on the Leafs. They're not a very gritty team. Kadri's their grittiest player. Made a big difference having him back after the three-game suspension the other night. I think it'll make a difference uh, tonight, too. The Leafs are a good home team, too. They're 26-11 and 11 at home this year, the Leafs. They're a much better home team than they are on the road. Now, with the playoffs included, they're 30-11-2 at home, the Toronto Maple Leafs this year. When uh, you look at this game, you know, it's interesting. When I look at the uh, Columbus team, the Columbus team in this game, um, at minus 120, it's, it's interesting that they're, they're such a small favorite uh, on the road, and I like a lot of their players tonight. Now, the more you uh, say they're, they're a little cheaper, too. I like a lot of their cheap players here. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, so you don't think either game will go over? Gabe, no over for tonight? Uh, Gabe uh, will be back and he'll be better than ever. He's regrouping there. It's a very interesting because I, I look at that defense in Toronto, and of course it's always been suspect a game there. But you think both games will go under tonight, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm concerned about the five and a half. It's a little bit too low for me to pull the trigger. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 3-3. Man, every game except one of these games has gone to overtime. It's the only, only oh, yeah. series that sort of saved my overtime prop. The difference in this series has been right now, the goaltending change, number one, man. Hope he's been on fire uh, with uh, for the for the uh, the Capitals. He's stopped uh, 95 of 101 shots uh, that he's faced. And, and the power play. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, man, they've, they haven't scored on 13 straight power play opportunities. That's the big difference in the playoffs about winning and losing. And the Capitals right now, 8 for 24. You know, Tony, the Capitals are a public team. They've got flashy guys on the team. So they're always going to be, you know, the money is always sort of going to be on them more than their opponent. But I'm surprised as well. A Columbus Blue Jacket uh, team that was one of the trendier teams and hotter teams coming into the playoffs, suddenly everybody's given up on. Remember I was saying, man, when a Russian tells you something, Tony, you've got to take it as fact. Remember Ovechkin said, we're down 2 nothing. We're going to tie the series and we're going to win the series. Everyone calm down. And they did. I like the Jackets tonight, though. I think the Jackets win tonight's game. And then we go seven here. At least at least we'll get one game seven out of this. You thing. can convince me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gabe Morrency. Because you know what? Nineteen forty two, two thousand eighteen, you know, i I can see it all coming together. So as far as the NBA tonight, I took the Minnesota Timberwolves. I've taken the T Wolves in all three games, even though I hate this team. 
I'm taking the T-Wolves in all three games, and they're actually 2-1 and one against the spread. So they covered in game one. Yeah. They lost and didn't cover in game two, and then they won outright and covered in game three. Now they're getting six points once again. You know, the betting community tends to think and feel that the Houston Rockets will bounce back and sort of drill them tonight, Tony. Are you among that, amongst that community? You think the Rockets uh, play much better tonight? The one thing that is tough to get over is Houston in the last two games has shot very poor, and they won one of those games. So I don't know if they have an opportunity here and going against Minnesota, a team very weak defensively. I, I like the Rockets. I don't think we've seen the best Rockets yet, the best of the, well, the way they play. I like the minus six tonight. I like them to put a beat down on the Timberwolves. You know, it's risky, but I'm going to take the T-Wolves again. I'm going to go back to the well. I mean, I, they played them tough for the most part. I mean, they were the better team on Saturday. They, they, they went head-to-head with them in game one. They fell apart in game two. There was no offensive. They just couldn't get going in game two. I think they were, they, you know, were kind of gutless. Jimmy Butler reached down deep. Carl Anthony Towns had a nice statistical night the other night, as did Wiggins. Yet, I think, you know, if, if Minnesota plays to their capability, at home in Minnesota, they can compete with these guys. I think they can hang with them again tonight. I'm not ready to lay six on the road. I hate laying points. I rarely do it. I did it with the Pelicans on Saturday and won. I lost yesterday with the Warriors on the road uh, laying the points. You know, home court's everything, Tony. If you blindly just bet every home team in the NBA playoffs, you'll generally win. I hate yeah. to put it so bluntly, but it's true. Look at the, the one thing I look at series. You know, give me the, the one thing I look at. Six. Is the Timberwolves won those two games, scoring 102 and 104 points? That's usually not going to do it against the Rockets, and the Rockets team just has not been shooting the ball well. And if you're so worried I about regression, the, the T-Wolves hit 15 threes the other night. That's the second yeah. most they hit all year, Tony. Like, yeah. they shot the yep. ball the second best that they shot in any game. So that's that's something that probably will regress. Uh, the more and more I look at it, I, I think Houston wins this easy. The stats. The stats say that Houston. Like, the trends, the stats, and uh, everything else say Houston. But sometimes I buck the trends. I shouldn't have last night. I shouldn't have last night because, you know, all the trends said that uh, the Cavaliers – uh, we're going to win that game. Uh, but here's an interesting uh, number uh, for you, Tony, if you want to put uh, put in your hat here for the for you Houston Rocket backers. The Houston Rockets are 7-1 and one off a loss. They've held opponents to 100 points a game off of a loss. Um, you know, that's, that's something uh, right there that you can put. And Minnesota, uh, Minnesota averaged 106 points a game. After, if they scored 120 or more points this year in a game, the following game they've averaged 106 points. So there's there's your regression right there, right, that they're not going to hit all the threes that they hit. I mean, they hit 15 three-point shots in game three. Yeah, there, there it is. There it is right there. Uh, you know what's crazy is uh, George W. Bush was now in the hospital. Oh, he is. Huh? In intensive care. Uh, he's going to die just days after his wife. It's, it's not romantic. It, it, do you think it's romantic? I'm telling you, man. There's nothing but death in the air, Tony. You hear the story earlier. Unfortunately, our friend Dave didn't make it, as you know. Yeah. Um, fell on the mountain. At least they found him, and there's closure. Yeah. But they're using my picture in, like, one of his obituaries online. Get out of here. Yeah, there's a picture, like Dave Malinsky. There's a picture of me. 
It, she, it says Dave Malitsky with the picture of you? Yeah. Yeah, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. And, uh, no way. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, today, like just uh, in, right here, man, nine people just got killed. Oh, I seen that. What, what was that all about? I don't know. Typical dude, man. Some guy rented a van and ran a bunch of people over. Nine dead, 16 injured in Toronto van strike. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's ISIS or... Well, ISIS, some fucking some asshole that claims, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm with ISIS, but I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I, you know, who knows? It was sort of a white-looking bald guy, but you know, I don't know. It's hard to see as as what what his motive was, or I'm sure we'll find out in the coming days. He's alive. They took him alive after. They're going to. There'll be tough security for all the people heading to the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs Bruins game tonight. It's a very good point. These people that do these things are so stupid. Like it doesn't, it doesn't change anything, Tony. You know what I mean? Like if they think, oh, I'm sowing fear into people and stuff. Like you're not. Like when this show ends, I'm gonna go get a pizza right now, <laughs> and I'm gonna walk up the street to get the pizza. And I'll, yeah, I'll look all before I cross, but I'm not gonna be like, I'm not walking up the street in fear now. You know what I mean? Like I, I was in New York actually, the, the Bills and the Jets game. And it was the same thing. Remember a guy ran over a bunch of bicycles? Yeah. Remember he went on the yeah. bike lane? And I was in New York, and I was talking to uh, to a listener, Drusilla, who lives in New York. And he didn't even know what happened, he said. You know what I mean? Like, at the time. And he was a courier. So it's not like, you know, these terrorists think, oh, we're going to, you know, mess up their society, and they'll be living in fear and stuff. Like, people really don't. Like you said, you think the people that are drunk at the Maple Leaf game give give a crap about what happened? <laughs> like, they don't. <laughs> you know, it doesn't affect them. The it next just, goal is all that matters. Yes. You know, well, you know what? Like you said, though, it's true. They're going to have the, the moment of silence before the game and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, there'll be a hashtag, Toronto Strong, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be the... Uh, yeah. Everybody likes to make money on these things, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. T-shirts and... Oh, all that stuff. I know the poor kids, the hockey team. I know the humbled hockey team, the Broncos. It's a massive market now, man. People are making knockoff humble Bronco jerseys and stuff and selling yeah. them online. You know, and it has nothing to do with the team. You know, didn't Drake have one on during the game the other night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake, pretty cool. Drake wore, yeah, Drake wore yeah. the hockey jersey, and then after the game, he got all the Toronto Raptor players to sign it. And uh, they auctioned it off uh, for funds and stuff. So, I, I you know what? I've, I've ripped on Drake a lot. But, but compared to a lot of these other rappers, you know, he's he's pretty cool. Like, he's not he's, – he does a lot for the community, actually. So, I got to tip my cap. Put it this way. It's hard for me to rip Drake. He does more for the city of Toronto than I do, Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I can sit here and say what I want. But, you know, he's yeah, – he's, He's, he's given back more to this community than I have. So what the hell can I say? So what about the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz game tonight? Uh, I took the is... Thunder the other night getting five and a half, thinking, you know, the zigzag theory. They're down 2-1. Man, yeah. Donovan Mitchell was really, like, this kid's really killing it, Tony. I'll tell you what, that was the first game I bet on Utah um, that night. And the other games I went in Oklahoma State each time. I, I It's crazy. Or am I wrong that? Utah's a better team. Donovan Mitchell's averaging 25.7 points and nine rebounds, man, per game. Ricky Rubio is shooting like 39%. He's averaging 20 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists and 2.3 steals in this series. The fact of the matter is, Tony, 
Rubio and Mitchell are outplaying George and Westbrook. It's as simple as that. I was that. just going to say, believe it or not, Utah's got the backcourt advantage in this one uh, with Russell Westbrook on one side. It's, it's insane, but that's how good this kid has played. And you see, Paul George played out of his, you know, played well in one game, and they won that game. It's pretty simple. Like, Westbrook can't do this himself. And, you know, he only scored 14 points the other night. I think Westbrook's going to bounce back in a big way tonight, but it doesn't automatically mean they win. But their season's on the line right now. I'm going to take Oklahoma City plus the four, Tony. I am also going to go under. I am going under the total in this one. Really? I think, I think there's going to be points. Russell Westbrook came out, and he basically said, hey, I'm going to shot this guy down. And you know what? I'm going to take Russ at his word, but what I think it's going to do is going to hurt him offensively as well. And I think he's going to pay attention to the defensive game. I think it's going to be a slow game tonight. Slower game. So you're. Uh, so what? What are you doing in this game? You're betting the under. I'm going under in the Jazz. You're going to lay the four. It's almost man. I don't know why I'm thinking Oklahoma City. It's a tough game. It's crazy. They were five and a half point favorites the other night, and they they cover. So yeah, yeah. I mentioned George and Anthony were combined three for twenty-one from the field, and uh, sorry, Paul George, Westbrook, and Carmelo. They're three for 21 from the field in the fourth quarter of both the games that they've lost here. Like, um, it's, it's as simple as that. Their star players just aren't stepping up, man. That's just that's you, simple as what it comes down to. It, it, it's one of those games where I look at Donovan Mitchell, Ricky Rubio, and you have an all in the backcourt, two guys carrying the ball. you got Russell Westbrook in the backcourt. I think this game gets slowed down as there's an emphasis to, to stop Ricky Rubio and put it there. And anytime you have Russell Westbrook out there, Oklahoma State was the third uh, best defensive team in the league. Utah was number two. I mean, you have a battle of two top three defensive teams, and we have a 208 total. All right, so uh, other plays tonight? Man, I didn't even realize it's 6.59 already. What's coming up next? Is it Adam Ronis? Our boy Adam Ronis. Ronis. Scout, good stuff. All right, yeah, keep, keep it locked in here. All right, I got to blast through this. Give me the Toronto Maple Leafs, plus 105. Bruins, Leafs, under 6. Jackets, minus 115. T-Wolves, plus 6. Thunder, plus 4. Indians, Astros, Parlay, plus 124. Colorado Rockies. Chad Bettis gets it done tonight. And here's a nice parlay, Tony. Walker Bueller and Gio Gonzalez. Dodgers Nationals parlay, plus 159.